Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. It's the Todd Feinberg Show, live from the NJ Diet Baby Studios news. on WTIC News Talk 1080. There's too much going on here. I can't handle it. Wrong input. And the queen <laughs> is the queen is deceased. That is sad. No, I don't. I don't know. It's just. I mean, she just seemed like a good leader for them, you know. I mean, at this point, she wasn't doing much. But well, the Canadian system is fascinating. I mean, the. Uh, Sorry, the British system is fascinating because we tend to look down on it because we think they're somehow uh, behind the times and living in the past because of the structure of their government. But there's something there's something to learn from there because I feel like we're uh, what's the thing? Uh, is it called a tiller on a sailboat? Is that the thing that just goes down in the middle that doesn't move that keeps it stable? I don't know. You don't know? I don't know. The tiller might be the thing at the back that steers it. I'm not sure. But there's a thing, the keel. Is that it? There's a thing in the middle of a sailboat that stabilizes it. Just goes down from the center a little deeper and creates more stability. Yeah, it is a keel, yeah. An even keel, yes. And we don't have that in our system. We get the liars on the left and the liars on the right and full-time lies going back and forth. Yeah, I mean, did you see... I mean, I know you saw it, but did the Boris Johnson stuff after COVID, I mean, the videos from Parliament were awesome. I mean, you mean I, how they yell at yeah, him? Yeah, they just get up right there up. and just scream at him and tell him he's terrible. The, you know, people couldn't go to their grandparents' funerals in there, and they're telling him to his face as he was, you know, yes. drinking it, and partying. Just and, like what happened in, in yeah. Connecticut with, with Jolly Ned. It's the same thing, the yeah. People, but we don't get to yell at him. However, that's just a different manifestation of the, of the divide, I think. What is different in Canada is we don't have anything that represents the institutional principles of our system. So we now have a government. We now have one of our two parties that consciously and actively demeans the idea that America has anything good about it. And that's a whole different world to live in. Whereas the queen and the monarchy represents, even though it's not our kind of symbolism, it's not a symbolism of, uh, of, uh, of liberty and small government, 
by any means. But what it does do is it provides a counterweight. It provides it provides a an evening force, a keel, to the the uh, sort of back and forth that we have with with each election cycle that causes a shift in power. And there is somebody there whose job it is to represent long-term stability. So I think in the last seven years, they've had maybe three prime ministers, all of whom got in without being elected in their political system. And I could be wrong about those details, but something like that. Maybe it's a shorter term. And, and at the same time, the queen sat on the throne for 70. Well, I'm sure she got up and walked around a little bit, but they say she sat on the throne for 70 years. That's a really stabilizing force. And the the irrational love that we have. You know, I was talking earlier about how we like to defer power to somebody else. We want to have a godlike creature, a, a father-like creature or mother-like creature. We want we want to be able to not carry the burdens of life around on our shoulders alone. And I was watching some of the coverage this morning of the Queen. And once the doctors issued their statement that they were concerned about her, I love the Brits for their restraint. We are concerned about the well-being of the, the sovereign. And, and uh, that's, that's all anybody had to hear. Okay, Queen's going to die today. And people spoke of her with so much love, and oh, it's it's a fascinating thing. We but, we just have none of that respect anymore, you know. Like, well, that, there's nothing that, in our system to respect. That's the point. That so, th the monarch there is the symbol of the country, and we don't have a symbol of the country here. We have the enemy of the country, which is our political system. Wouldn't it be nice if there was something, if, the, if you could cut the president into two pieces and have the political hack on one side, like the speeches Joe Biden's been giving over the last week, which are hateful political speeches, and somebody else was the pompous person who did the pomp and circumstances and stood up with the nose in the air for the greatness of the country. So the queen is a stabilizing force. I've grown to um, consider that a valuable concept, at least one to consider that we are missing. And it would be nice if we could, because it's a problem to put too much respect into the presidency. Because people like to say that, we respect the presidency. But the presidency is occupied by humans who become president and then they lie to us and tell us how we're no good, like Joe Biden's doing. Because we don't believe in his uh, communist political thinking. Big government every day. So that's where I think we shouldn't be so quick to dismiss them. Anyway, thoughts on the Queen? 860-522-9842. Thoughts on the Sovereign? Anybody have fond uh, feelings or feelings at all i really don't care about them as people they're unimpressive people to me the whole uh system just fascinates me i like it i think it's it's confusing for sure um it, it gives me a little bit of like game of thrones vibes you know like i like the the, the families and you know like the inner workings mm -hmm. of the drama it's kind of funny um, it is amazing the uh 
the thing called The Crown that was on Netflix over the last couple of years, that was very good in terms of getting into that. Because they've got all those castles and estates and great wealth that they didn't earn. They did nothing except get born. They're kind of like Ned. And they have no abilities, except they really know how to hunt. And they really know how to do things the same way they've always done them. Because that's how they're done. And there's this whole machinery. But it, there are other things, like there's this, um, they've got all these staffs and all these advisors and all these consultants and all these people who manage the behavior of the royals to make sure they're following protocols. They've got protocol experts who make sure they step with their right foot first because that's how it's always been done. As if there's some kind of brilliance in this. But there isn't. It's just what somebody did a couple hundred years ago and they've been repeating since. Humans are fascinating creatures. 860-522-9842. Mike's in Weathersfield. Hi, Mike. Hey, how's it going? Um, I, I was just want to make a comment about the, uh, the lack of a symbol that you were mentioning, how the United States doesn't really have the queen. So yep. growing up, I, that symbol for me growing up was Every morning before school, we used to say the uh, Pledge of Allegiance. Um, it used to give me the goosebumps, and it just kind of created that that culture of, of the United the United Nations of us all getting up, saying the Pledge of Allegiance together. That's awesome that you got goosebumps from that. I've never heard anyone say that before. Yeah, another just really quick story. I, when I was really young, very young, my parents we uh, we did a trip out to Hawaii. And somebody asked me, oh, where are you from? And I told them I'm from the United States. Because at the time, I was such a young kid. Mm -hmm. I didn't know the difference. I was like, yep. I'm from America. Yep. <laughs> you know, I love I think that. That, that culture, I think that culture was part of it. You know, being as a group, standing collectively, looking at the flag, hand over the heart, saying the Pledge of Allegiance. Uh, are you saying that you think we've lost something because we don't have the same homogeneity ethnically or or visually uh, or what I, have I, you? I definitely, I definitely think that there has been a loss of, of that connection between us and our own country. Interesting. That, that, connect, that connection that you were saying that everyone in England had with the Queen, where even if they didn't really be believe in what was going on with the government there, the Parliament, mm -hmm. they, they had they had that to unite them. Have you ever been to England? I have not. One of the interesting things, the first time I went there was, I don't know, 30 years ago or something. And uh, when I encountered blacks in England and they spoke with a British accent, it, it, was, <laughs> it broke all of my sense of identity for people because it was uh, an intersection of two totally different cultures for me and it made me realize how how what we think are the differences in people aren't the differences of people so i i realized okay blacks aren't really different at all except that they're culture culturally different in america because they're uh because they're they're largely the impoverished class and because their histories are different they speak in a way that brands them as being low class i'm really I, I think it's one of the great things about where we're going right now that um that blacks are being more in uh, drawn into the homogenized culture so they don't signal themselves as being different in the same way and i i bring that up only to um 
to counter your point, because I, I think it's beautiful that we have multiculturalism. I love th that people from different countries and races and cultures are here. The mistake is you can't you can't pack the country the way the Democrats want to do too quickly with new uh, lots of new people. Otherwise, you lose the continuity of the culture and people start to feel disconnected from their own land. And that's a bad dynamic because then we don't have as much cohesiveness. I said a lot there. I don't know if any of that made sense, but... Yeah, no, no, it definitely does. All right. Thank uh, you, Mike. Good no. to hear from you. 860-522-9842. I can't believe he got goosebumps with that. Because so many kids, when I grew up... I mean, I guess I grew up at the end of it. But so many kids would just, like, roll their eyes and not care. But at the same time, I don't know. I never really thought about it. I guess I looked at it as, like, the same as doing a prayer because I went to Catholic school. Mm -hmm. So it was kind of just, like, hand-in-hand, hand, oh, beginning of the day. I felt proud doing it, though. I, I understood that it was trying to tell us something about our country and we should be proud of our country. And, and it did, over time, give me—it didn't give me goosebumps. Certain things do. I can't remember what they are now, though. They, they used to. But you know what? I think more— if I were in a room or at a Memorial Day ser service, say, you know, like on a town green, and and there were veterans there, and veterans had their hands on their hearts, and if you watch a veteran do those well, yeah. rituals of patriotism, there's so much more. You can feel the power. That's of different them. than doing it with your class, for sure. And and different doing it with people who've. Um, sacrifice something and that sacrifice builds a bond and a belief and and really is a culture one of the big mistakes of of america i think was uh getting rid of the draft when we did because it broke us apart at a time when we were breaking apart ultimately it's good you know i'm a libertarian i want people free of government i want government to be out of our lives i want government to be infinitesimal in size i want everybody to be uh, saying we're desperate for more government before we do anything. And we're now in a situation where we've got huge government that's oppressing us and robbing us blind and squandering the money. And worse than squandering it, they're not just flushing it down the toilet. They're using it to buy votes and to solidify voting patterns, big blocks of voters who they pay with our tax dollars to be their voters. And that's very destructive to the country. I don't know how we survive that. We have to find a way to change that because that ultimately will destroy us if we can't believe in our elections. And it's hard to believe in our elections if our money is being transferred to people simply because of their willingness to vote for a certain political party. That's got to be fixed. Anyway, I, I'm glad we don't have a queen. Don't get me wrong. But I do think it's interesting to note that there is a stabilizing effect, I think, for Britain because they have the royal family, which thinks long term. One queen, 70 years, four prime ministers, no, three prime ministers over the last few years, uh, each of whom got into office without being elected into office. You can see the, the flimsiness of the commitment to the political leader and the strong foundations upon which the monarchy is built. It's all it's all relative, though, because, I mean, think about it. Look at Putin. Very similar. You know, that wasn't an election, right? He just kind of got it. And he just has unlimited power until God knows when. 
And well, they have a constitution up. and they have fake power. Yeah. But, but you know, we have fake power. We have fake systems of democracy now, too, because of the system rigging that Bernie taught us about. 860 We're going to the BPS Lawyers Traffic Center. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Miss something from the Todd Feinberg Show? Listen to the podcast on WTIC.com slash podcast. Boundaries. You tell them there's got to be boundaries. 860-522-9842. Yes, so the the only topic that I can see as being of uh, relevance to us well, there's the governmental structure thing, which is interesting, but there's also the idea of patriotism and, and uh, you know, the feelings that we have of identity that come from being part of a nation. And those are beautiful things if, if they are uh, well-matched to reality, if they don't cloud perception and don't eliminate our ability to, uh, to function as a country, which I, I don't think we have that problem. I, we do have a problem of naivete, I think. Mike in Newington, hi. Hello. Yes, Mike. Hi. Thanks for taking my call. Thank you. I've only been able to listen for it today for about the last 10 minutes, but I caught the tail. I, I started listening at the tail end of when you were talking about uh, patriotism and goosebumps. Mm-hmm. Have you ever been to the Vietnam Wall in Washington? I have not been to the one in Washington, no. Well, it, it's you need to... You need to put it on your bucket list. You got the goosebumps? 
uh, goosebumps and a few tears. And what was, because uh, it's very stark, right? And there's something powerful about the plainness of it? Extremely powerful. Um, and I, I only really knew one name on the wall. I'm, I'm a retired Navy veteran. Mm-hmm. But there was one, one person that I did know. Um, that uh, his name is on the wall, but it, it's powerful. Were you in combat? I was not. I, I've been in a couple of situations close to combat. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, once uh, during the Cuban Missile Blockade, I was on a ship. Okay, so you were you were made vulnerable in defense of your country. So yeah, you know the feeling of camaraderie that gets developed and commitment oh, to country and stuff. It there's nothing like it. it it's the thing I the thing I miss most about I've been retired from the Navy now for t- going on twenty seven years, mm-hmm. and the thing I miss most about it is the camaraderie. It's a it's a community that not only involves those uh, sailor soldiers, Marines, and airmen and Coast Guardsmen that are in it, but it also includes their families. It, it's it, it's people take it's people taking care of people like nothing you've ever seen. Do you think that that's that we're in danger as a country because we no longer offer the experience for the general population to feel that sense of connection to their own country? I, I do. I, as a matter of fact, uh, uh, that's a good question. The military is having a problem with recruiting right now. Uh, in, in my mind, uh, we should have brought the draft back many years ago. And if for no other reason, people from all walks of life, all religions, all races, all colors, get the chance to work together as a team. And, and, uh, it, 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 and it, would, it gives those people the, the, the feeling of I'm contributing not only to my nation, but to other people. Uh, it, it, it's a it's an amazing feeling, the camaraderie, and and it does include the families. It includes the wives. It extends outwards, uh, sideways, it, it, and, and becomes a bigger thing. Yeah, thank you for that, Mike. I've got to hold you right there because it's time for us to go to traffic. But I appreciate you sharing those insights because it doesn't get talked about enough, and it is something that is important to understand. Now, back to the Todd Feinberg Show, live from the NJ Diet Studios on WTIC News Talk 1080. Another half hour to go here. We've got Reese Hopkins with us. Hello, Reese. Hello, Todd. Hello, everyone in the Hartford area and abroad. Are you are you in mourning since you're mentioning abroad? Uh, yeah, it's um I don't know whether or not I'm in mourning. I've never really had a relationship with the palace intrigue of the monarchy of Great Britain. I I never have. I will admit. That on a passing glance, I've actually thought about um, how many years Queen Elizabeth II was uh, the queen. I mean, 70 years. You want to talk about a weird dynamic before I make my point? When she took rule of England, 
Joe Biden was nine years old. Yep, and he was uh, already had one run for the presidency under his belt, I think. <laughs> but with all of that, I mean, she's been the queen, I mean, my entire lifetime. Um, so I was always passingly wondering what the world would look like with the King Charles. And now it's here, and I don't know what to expect. I, well, I, I what's guess, there to expect anyway? It's just a performative uh, Yeah, but King Charles has been, if, you, if you've followed any of this to some degree, and I have to some degree, King Charles, or well, now King Charles, has been more vocal than he's ever been in his life. In fact, I've considered him more reclusive when he was married to Princess Diana and even mm -hmm. when he got married to Camilla. Um, we really didn't see a lot of him, but in the past 10 to 15 years, He's been a very outspoken person on climate change. In fact, he's been out on the stump talking about climate change. That's his yeah. signature issue today. Yep. So I wonder what a King Charles looks like with his newfound acceptance into the climate change realm. Will he be taking this role uh, you know, on the road as a king in some way, uh, sort of pushing that agenda? So I, I almost feel like today in the social media age that he is going to be way more vocal and way more, uh, let's say, accessible than even Queen Elizabeth was. She was always she was always pretty reclusive. You saw her, you saw her here and there and showing up at grand events. But she was kind of, you really think about Queen Elizabeth, she was not that outgoing. Well, that was how she viewed her role, I think, and, and how she was trained as a girl to get ready for... The office and that was that you are here to be the symbol of the values and the power of the British government but not to practice the politics so I would expect that Charles will back off on his advocacy regarding climate change because it was something he could do as Prince and it didn't upset the apple cart but the politics is in the hands of the politicians and the beauty I was talking about this earlier the beauty I think of the British system is that in the midst of the fisticuffs and the crassness of political discourse and the shortness of of power for those who win elected power in England in particular uh, the stabilizing force in the country is the monarchy and that's the thing they don't want to give up because that's their reason for being that's how I look at it anyway well I would you know I really hope that King Charles sort of takes that lead from his mother and sort of plays the background a little bit, and again, be the symbol of the monarchy in a very, let's just say, a non-visible way, <laughs> but just a sim symbolic way. Um, Here's what I like but, thinking about even better, though, Reese, is how yeah. much do they hate each other, all those royals? Yeah, how much contempt the do they have? Like, Charles, was he wishing for his mother to die, do you think? No, you know, okay, I'll put it to you like this. I feel that, that King Charles looked at his mother, Queen Elizabeth, the way Ringo Starr looks at Paul McCartney. Really? But Paul McCartney isn't denying Ringo the ascension to any throne. Technically, he is. Everyone <laughs> pays attention to Paul McCartney. They leave poor Ringo in the dust. You think about it, if Paul McCartney were to pass tomorrow, Ringo gets all the glory. Mm -hmm. <laughs> He's the last one. I mean, yeah, I mean, he becomes the last man standing. Next thing you know, Ringo Starr has got an album coming out every year, and they're, you know, treating him as the royalty. He's always been the fourth fiddle, if you really think about it. 
Yeah, <laughs> it's true in terms of the uh, because uh, because the others were songwriters and and creative drivers and and not to take anything away from Ringo because I think he was a fantastic drummer and and played a powerful part in in the Beatles, but it was more of a stabilizing force, a background part, one that wasn't visible to the average fan. So it's really, I like the analogy, though, that you're making, because it, it, it's an interesting way to, to feel about things. And I do feel that Charles had to have been fed up with his mother's resistance to making an early exit so that he could have had a shot at it. it there was There's something about her, and, and to be fair, this is all for me, I've I've watched a lot of British royal stuff on on TV and on Netflix mm -hmm. and and so maybe this is ba this is uh, not reality based but media based but I I do find them to be cold unfeeling people who are overly stoic and and uh, underly human and that's why Diana had such big <laughs> impact for example. Well, there's some truth about that and and to sort of. Uh, sort of piggyback on what you're talking about when it comes to Prince Charles. If you really think about him as an individual within the whole dynamic of uh, Princess Diana, Queen Elizabeth, and the boys from William to Harry, the attention has always sort of gone around him. It's sort of circumvented Charles. Yes. Charles has always been demagogue to some degree. You know, when Princess Diana left, you know, the monarchy, she was still lauded and loved and revered where prince charles was considered this bad guy and camilla was this homewrecker queen elizabeth you know <laughs> unscathed throughout all of it you're right he's never had the chance to get the glory and ironically we were my wife and i were watching a show last night on um hbo plus uh called mm -hmm. diana and mm -hmm. it it showed her first year or a couple of years before she got pregnant i guess she yeah. was so the center of attention that they showed the contempt you could see the contempt growing in charles just in their public appearances where he was yeah. getting really upset because everyone loved her he said at one point to the media oh i'm sorry am i in the way yeah <laughs> you know here's a guy who's in essence going to be the future king of england and no one cared yeah and i almost feel like that's going to happen today you know it's like what like the I think that England will, in some way, sort of you know be passe about his ascension to the kingdom, and still mourn his mother so badly that he'll sort of get a passing. Oh yeah, the King of England, you know, he was coronated today. I mean, are they going to have a coronation? I would assume they'll do all the festivities eventually, but they had to do a quick swearing in. I would guess. I Just... imagine that the ratings are going to be abysmal. And I'll put it well, in who fact, wants to compare, look at Charles? Yeah, I believe that if they do, listen, if they do a side-by-side -side comparison rating-wise, if they cover Queen Elizabeth's funeral and then cover the coronation of Prince Charles or King Charles, I'm almost certain that the ratings will be, like, abysmally, uh, abysmally off-kilter. Uh, off she will get an astounding, like, you know, uh, a ratings boom, and Prince Charles would be like this little drop in the bucket. So it's interesting what you were saying because on the on his he waited a long time to get in. And on yeah. that movement of Charles being the son waiting for his mother to die whether that was something he wished for or not. That's his power 
was dependent on his his mother's departure from the throne, her death. Right. And yeah. that's supposed to be his big moment. Finally, he gets to put his stamp on it, but he's 73 years old. And maybe yeah. everyone's going to look at him as an also-ran on his exit as well, like they're just waiting for him so they can get to the real king. Right. It would have been great if she had been alive and sort of passed on. Yeah. The, 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 I guess the, the monarchy to her son, like yeah. she'd have been a part of that coronation. That would have but been now nice. that she's gone, yeah, you're right. They also ran sort of fit. It's so different from our world, the idea of caring about someone who was born. This is like if, if Ned Lamont got to wear a throne. His life is just like the royal family. You know, he was born into this uh, historically wealthy family, and the all the powers were bestowed upon him simply by the right of birth. It, it's a, a really interesting dynamic. It's a cruel thing for to happen to human beings, I think. And, yeah. And uh, hard for anybody to understand living on the outside of it. But if you actually want to see this happen the second time around, mm -hmm. should the untim untimely passing of King Charles, because again, as you mentioned, he's 73 years old, should the time of his existence here come to an end, and then the throne is given to William and Kate, mm -hmm. you will watch an exact repeat of that, because Kate Middleton is adored by the British media, and they will, they will ignore King William, and put their sights directly on Middleton. It's interesting that the uh, that the intrigue is more with the ones who've who aren't part of the lineage. The the um, you know the guys are are pretty dull creatures, and and Elizabeth was a pretty dull creature because she well, was I, so by the book. There's a part of well, let me. In, unpack that a little bit. I think that has everything to do with sort of shucking the patriarchy in, in Great Britain. You know, the attention being on the women, from Queen Elizabeth to Princess Diana to now Kate Middleton. I believe that that's sort of the case, because you can't really make much of, you know, Prince Harry, you know, that was, you know, he's the cute, you know, redhead boy who, you know, looks conspicuously different from the other children <laughs> but he, you know they can pay attention to him because he's the heartthrob but it's always been sort of an attention on the women of the monarchy because of that sort of pushing aside the patriarchy of great britain well and except that except that the queen has been a matriarchy that's the irony of it but otherwise i yeah. think you're right and and maybe that's just because diana came in and diana was such a powerful unusual woman she was yeah. just remarkable. Her innate sense of self and and her intelligence. Her, her she was a pretty savvy creature, even when she was nineteen years old and just being whisked <laughs> into this horrible life of being married to Charles. But you know, between yeah. between Harry and William, since you mentioned them, it's not just that Harry was the heartthrob, uh, because these guys age really quickly in this family. You know, they're bald at, at twenty and and. Uh, <laughs> they, they and they get dowdy awfully fast, but Harry has a spark of um, spine in him. There's a rebelliousness, and right. and if you had to choose between the two sons, I would think Harry would be the one you'd want as a leader, and William would be the one you'd want as a king, as a fake king, which is what the monarchy is all about. 
Yeah, I, I believe that's true, too. So that last part you were saying about Diana and how much she was uh, focused on even when she was 19 years old, at the time where she was at the height of her, uh, let's say, celebrity, for lack of mm-hmm. a better word, she was more photographed than Madonna, and Madonna was considered the second most photographed person or celebrity in the world at the time. So Diana, again, was just a princess, was more photographed than, than any other person in the world. She was loved and, and, and revered yes. uh, just for her existence. And it, with her philanthropic and uh, activism and, and things like that after she left Charles, that thing, that made her iconic. Yes, um, well, and because she had, a, she she was led by her heart, and she yeah. wouldn't let even the this killer family, the who are dead inside, as far as we can tell, they reveal nothing of their humanity really. And she came along and was all humanity, and it, it, I think that's what caused the breakthrough. Is look at this woman who's got so much heart, and even at nineteen years old or twenty years old, she won't let that them take that away from her. I thought she was amazing. Yeah, a lot of people do. Um, but she was the only person I, I mean, I'll never forget the day when she passed and talking about passing. Um, you know, 30 seconds. One of those days that everybody, yeah, her passing, Princess Diana's passing. I n- never forget exactly where I was, what I was doing, the way that people just stopped what they were doing. It was, you know, it was like Elvis had left the building all over again, you know? Yeah. She was bigger than that monarchy. She was bigger than life. She was. Again, I, I think she's one of the most important figures. Um, of Isn't that amazing? And and I think that remains the her the power of her image and her memory uh, still still is there. Thank you, Reese. Fun to do this Thank with you. you. We'll talk to you again Always. soon, Reese Hopkins. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly.